You are listening to the Advisor Solutions Podcast, episode 56. Welcome to the Advisor Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Finley, president of Advisor Solutions. Do you run your business or does your business run you? One way to know the answer is if you are typically feeling overwhelmed, run down, and exhausted at the end of the day. If this sounds like you, it's because you don't have the right systems in place. And if so, know this. You are not alone. Most financial advisors, insurance agents, wholesalers, branch managers, and even agency managers have never been taught how to create great business systems. And they don't even know it. And the reason they don't know it is because they've never really looked at their business as having a series of business systems. And the interesting thing about this is, is that even if you don't have a system, that's your system, you're winging it. And winging it doesn't work. So what do you do? Well, you have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing and you're going to keep getting what you're getting. Or you could learn what I call the science of systems. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How to create business systems so that you can run your business more efficiently and effectively instead of just running your business and letting it run you down and drain you. So, if you're ready to learn a process for helping you to build a better business, then stick around. So why this topic? Why would you want to learn the science of systems? Because it's the quickest way to, to really make your business more efficient and effective. It's that simple. And that's why I wanted to do this podcast today, because I want you to understand that with the right systems, you can actually build a better business. So what we're going to do is we're going to cover three things today. First, understanding the science of systems so that you can know how to design your own systems. Second, the top four business systems so that you know what systems to work on first. And third, the next level so that you know what to do when you're ready to, to have success. Now, before we jump into those three things that you're going to learn in this podcast, I need to ask you a few questions. What would your business be like if you knew exactly what to do to create systems? Would you feel energized? Would you feel empowered? Would you like your business more? And would you apply what you learn? If the answer is yes, then let's begin. Understanding the Science of Systems As a financial advisor or insurance agent, it can be easy to lose sight of what you're doing during the day. I mean, you're constantly interrupted. <laughs> the market is constantly fluctuating, and all day long, you've got day-to-day -day operations to take care of. And a lot of times, as the day unfolds, you get busy, and before you know it, a few hours pass by, or the whole day. And it's important to really take a minute each day to really track your to-dos. What did you really get done? What are you getting done on a regular basis? What obstacles are you overcoming? And to be able to evaluate how efficient you are with your present systems. Efficient as far as handling them. And you've got to ask yourself at some point, are you, are you running your business or is your business running you? You see, most advisors and agents don't take the time to analyze what I refer to as the science of systems, which basically is what type of systems do you have? 
Are they working? Are they positive? Do you have positive outcomes? See, most advisors and agents use what I call the winging it approach. And that's a recipe for disaster. In, in order to really obtain your goals, you need to optimize your systems and not leave the, the, the business of success or getting success up to chance. You don't want to wing it. There's a saying that says, a good system shortens the road to your goal. But what if you don't have systems? What if you don't know how to create systems? If so, you need these steps. Let's jump into three steps to help you design better systems. Step one, determine point A. You see, point A is just simply a description of what you're currently doing or where you currently are in any specific facet of your business. And here's an example. When I was a rookie, I wanted to branch out and try seminars as one of my primary forms of prospecting. At that time, my point A, my current activity, was that I was doing about three seminars a year maximum. And as a result, I was only earning a small percentage of new business by doing prospecting with seminars. And I'd heard that other advisors in the office had really built their businesses around seminars. And so I thought, well, I need to get to that next level and do more seminars. So that was point A. Let me show you step two, point B. Step two, determine point B. So point B can be described as what you want or what you prefer to, to be at. What, what's really the goal? In other words, what's your end goal? And in my case, my point B was 10 seminars a year. That might seem like a lot, but that's what I looked at. And that was a lofty goal at the time. So I decided, I decided to find out what other successful advisors were doing, not only in my office, but in the whole company. And here's the thing. I found a few advisors that were reducing their overhead costs by contacting associations and corporations to be a keynote speaker. And I thought, well, that, that's a great idea. What I'll do is I'll do the same thing. And this gave me new insight on how to obtain my goal. And I went to step three. Step three, re-engineer the steps. So the final step in mapping out or updating my system was, ironically, creating new steps. And what I found was that with any system, it's, it's best actually to, to begin with point B and reverse the steps. So let me show you what I mean. I knew that it took an, on average about six weeks to start, actually to go from start to finish, from to create these seminars. And so to do that, I grabbed a calendar and I circled the first Tuesday of the month, excluding the three months in, in the summertime and December. And that gave me a basis of where I wanted to do my seminars. Next, I backtracked what specific items I needed to be sure to do in weeks five, four, three, two, and one. And I put those in my contact management system. And then I determined what I was gonna do for each one of those weeks and get this, sometimes there were multiple steps uh, with these seminars because I was working on, let's say, step one for one seminar and finishing up step five for another. But what it did is it gave me a great system. And I set this up in my computer to be automated. So each week it would pop up and it would remind me that I needed to do the right steps. And get this, I did 10 seminars that year. And 
I hit a new record. Let me tell you why the science of systems works. The reason why the science of systems works is because you have a repeatable process for obtaining your goals. And I realize that this, this line of reasoning may sound a little bit simple, but it's essential. You see, we tend to make things a little harder on ourselves than we need to, when really all you need is the right system. The top four business systems. Now that you understand how important it is to have systems, it's important to understand the top four business systems that you need in your business to make it work well. Here's what they are. Number one, a time management system. Number two, a prospecting system. Number three, a sales system. And number four, a client servicing system. See, the reason why they're so important is because when you leave your systems up to chance, you leave your success up to chance, and you don't want to do that. So, let's take a more in-depth look at each one of these systems so that you can start putting them into practice and get the results that you want. System 1, the time management system. Time management is one of the hardest things for advisors and agents to manage because they were either never taught an effective time management system or just didn't realize they needed it. And that's because they're constantly living in a reactive mode all day long. So what's the best way to manage your time? Well, to understand that, you have to understand the challenge or challenges with time management. And the biggest challenge that I see advisors and agents face with time management is not having a structure to the day and also not having a way to manage countless interruptions all day long. So the solutions, the solutions for creating your time management system come down to five steps. Step one, create structure to the day. The way to create the structure to the day is to use a tool that I've talked about before called the bottom line list. It's just a tool where you know what you're going to do for at least five 45-minute increments during the day. And you make a game out of it. <laughs> but step two is to create a reward and punishment system if you win the game or you lost the game. So every day, you've got your bottom line list and you're working towards winning the game. Step three, play the game every day. Because if you have that structure during the day, every day, you'll You'll master time management over time. Step four, have an accountability partner. You see, when you have an accountability partner and somebody to email your accountability emails to each day, you're going to be wanting to win the game, especially if you have a punishment and reward system with it. And step five, having a tool to handle the interruptions. I created the tool. It's called the, the Time Matrix To-Do, and I've talked about it before in other podcasts, but really what it is it's a glorified to-do list that prioritizes everything, every single task, every day. And you know if you need to do it now, today, this week, or whenever. So picture this. You come in for the day, and you know what you're going to do and when. In other words, you have structure to the day. Then you use the bottom line list to make sure that you stick to that structure, that system. But after a while, you get interrupted. It's just common. You'll get interrupted, and you do every day. And what you do is you explain to the client that you will call them back at a certain time because you're right in the middle of something. And you ask, 
do you have any time between 10 and 10.45? Can I give you a call then? And what you're doing is you're getting structured to the day and you're sticking to that structure because that's your client servicing hour. Then you go back to your bottom line list. And at the end of the day, you've stuck to all five bottom line activities for 45 minutes each. And you email your accountability partner that you've won the game and you reward yourself. Now that is what I call time management. You've got a process. You've got more done in the same amount of time with less stress, and you've got a better system. So let's move to business system number two, your prospecting system. System two, the prospecting system. Prospecting can be one of the hardest things for advisors and agents to do because without a good system, you're not going to get great results. So what is the best way to prospect? Well, to understand that, we need to understand the challenge or challenges with prospecting. And the biggest challenge that I see advisors and agents face with prospecting is not having the right tools and techniques to prospect. <laughs> you see, when you don't have the right tools or techniques, you're not going to get the right results. So let's take a look at a, the solutions for prospecting. The solutions for creating a prospecting system really come down to five steps. Step one, conquer your fear of rejection. I did a whole podcast on this in episode four, and really conquering your fear of rejection is just another process. But let's face it, if you've got a fear of rejection, you're not going to pick up the phone. So all the tips, tools, techniques, strategies, and solutions for prospecting won't work because you've got a fear of rejection. Step two, mastering motivation and momentum. I did a podcast on this episode five, and it really comes down to making prospecting a game all day long and having fun with it, rewarding yourself, punishing yourself if you don't win the game. We talked about that a second ago. Step three, prospect like a professional. In episode 11, I spend the entire episode explaining how to prospect like a professional. Think of it this way. A professional knows what they're going to do every step of the way. They just know because they've taken the time to hone their craft. And if you're not prospecting like a professional, you're winging it. Winging it doesn't work. Step four, the advisor's edge worksheet. Here's what I mean. I created this worksheet, or actually one of my great clients created it, and then I just tweaked it a little bit, where this worksheet gives you, as an advisor or, or agent, an edge over the competition. Because when you hear an objection, you just click on a button, and you go right down the first column, find the objection, and go right across the row and know exactly what to say. You see, when you have structure on what to say and how to say it, you're going to get better results. Step five, have a new business strategy list. I did episode 15, the new business strategy list. So what this is all about is having a tool to look at your entire pipeline and know exactly where everybody is and know what strategies you need to do to move them along that pipeline faster. So picture this. You come in for the day and you start prospecting. You have no fear of rejection because you know that people aren't rejecting you. They're just rejecting the value that they think you can bring them. You're motivated. You're motivated to make the first dial and to play the game, the game of prospecting. So you're going to prospect for 45 minutes and you win the round. And if you don't, you lose the round and you punish yourself. It's just the next step on the bottom line list. You make your first dial. You know what to say. 
you hear an objection, you know what to do because you've got the Advisor's Edge worksheet and you know how to overcome the objection. You set the appointment and it's fun. Now, that is what I call prospecting. You've got a process for every step of the way and you're good at it. And you're getting more done than you ever did before because you have a better system. So let's move on to the the next business system. System three, your sales system. System three, the sales system. Sales and prospecting are close cousins. While prospecting is the act of turning suspects into prospects, sales is the act of turning prospects into clients. And to do that, you need the right tools and techniques. So what's the best way to sell? Well, to understand that, you need to understand the challenge or challenges with selling. And the biggest challenge that advisors and agents face with sales is that they don't understand that people hate to be sold, but they love to buy. And they'll buy all day long when they understand why. So let's take a look at some of the solutions for creating a great sales system. Step number one, handle objections. I did a podcast on this, episode 16, which is really all about understanding what to do when you hear an objection. And really, it's just another process. You hear an objection and you ask yourself, is this true or false? If it's false, you do the smokescreen technique, which really is a technique just to find the real objection. If it's true, you do the objection resolution model technique, which is just a four-step process for getting through the objection. Empathy acknowledgement, best question, three benefits, close. It's simple. Or you could do feel, felt, found, which is just a three-step process for getting through the objection. Or spin selling, which I'll talk about next. The point is, when you have a system for handling objections, it's easy to handle objections. Step two, mastering questions-based selling. So episode 17 is on mastering questions-based selling. It's really about how to ask better questions. You see, If we can take a prospect down a path, a question path, to come to the realization that they want to buy, they will. And what Mastering Questions-Based Selling does is just that. It helps you to know the right types of questions to ask. Step three, the filler formula. Episode 19, you're going to want to listen to that. The filler formula is really a process that I created, which is really just a three-step process. Question, answer, filler. What it does is it helps them to understand that you're listening, and it's powerful. Step four, story-based selling. Episode 35, it's all about a formula for creating great stories. People love stories, and they love stories because they can relate to the stories. When you can tell a great story, you're helping them want to buy. Step five, personality-based selling. Episode 36, I did, actually, I think two podcasts on this, 36 and 37, which is really all about helping you to understand somebody's personality type and being able to hit their hot buttons and avoid their cold buttons. So picture this. You have a process for uncovering the real objection and being able to overcome it. In fact, you've memorized what to do when you hear any common challenges. So you're ready. You start prospecting and you hear, I'm busy. Send me some information, or I have an advisor. Within minutes, you overcome those objections. You know exactly how to handle them, and it's easy. And later in the day, you have your first appointment meeting. You're quickly able to understand the prospect's personality type because you know what to do. 
and how to identify personality types. And you make a connection. They feel comfortable with you. And you ask the right questions with spin selling. And it doesn't take long before they understand they've got a real challenge and the implication of not fixing the challenge. And they actually told you the value of your solutions. So they naturally want another appointment with you. Picture this. Later on in the day, you have a second appointment with another prospect. You have a step-by-step process for taking them through the, taking the prospect, that is, down the path to wanting to hear your recommendations. In fact, you practiced this and you finished all of your questions with a summary that goes something like this. Well, you really have two choices. You can keep doing what you're doing or you could get diversification, less risk, and better returns. Which one of those is better for you? And they will agree. I need something that can do that. And you say, that's exactly what I put together for you. Let me show you what I mean. You didn't sell anything. Instead, they bought. And you didn't even show them the recommendations yet. Now, that is what I call a a sales system. You've got a process for every step of the way, and your prospects are turning into clients. And it's easy. Let's move to the, the business system number four, your client servicing system. System four, the client servicing system. Client servicing is not easy. (laughs) The reason is because I think clients don't really know what client servicing is about. So what's the best way to service your clients? Well, to understand that, you need to understand the challenge or challenges with client servicing. Client servicing is, is probably one of the most common facets of the business that advisors and agents neglect. And the reason is, is because most people think that client servicing is about putting out fires or being reactive with clients when they need something, when they call up. And the biggest challenge that advisors and agents face with client servicing is that they don't have a proactive client servicing system. Now, notice what I said, proactive, not reactive. So let's take a look at some of the solutions for creating a great client servicing system. Step one, segmenting all of your clients. And here's what I mean, A, B, and C clients. Most people don't have a great client segmentation system. They say their A clients have a million dollars or more, and that's that. That's not the best way. Instead, you need to look at what are the revenue? What kind of revenue do I get off that one million? And also, do I like these people? On a scale of one to 10, one being not at all, 10 being very much. And also, what about referrals? On a scale of one to 10, one, I never get referrals. 10, I always get referrals. Where do they stand? And if three out of four of those are an A-level client, they're an A client. Step two, developing your client servicing levels. In other words, what will you do for that client, that A client versus the B client versus the C client? Step three, automating your client servicing system. Here's what I mean by that. You know exactly what you're going to do for your A, B, and C clients, and you know when you're going to do it because you put it into your contact management system. And you know it's going to pop up every day during the client servicing hour, and you know know exactly what you're going to do. Step four, communicating your client servicing systems. So that's when you tell them, here's what I'm going to do for you. Put your money where your mouth is. Step five, the incoming call and walk-in dialogue. In other words, when I get interrupted, what do I do? If you have a good system for that, it's not hard. 
to know what to do. So picture this. You know who all of your A, B, and C clients are. You know what you're going to do for each level. And that means you know how often that you're going to meet with them, when you're going to call them, and what you're going to talk about, and what to do in between meetings when they call into you. Now, you also have a system set up as an automatic recurring to-do process in your CRM. Nobody slips through the cracks. Nobody feels neglected. And everybody knows when their next meeting is and what they want to talk about, what you want to talk about, because you've communicated that to them. In other words, you have a proactive client servicing system. And finally, you've got a, a process for what to do when they need help. They call in and you know what to do next. It's called the incoming call dialogue or walk-in dialogue. And it goes like this. Step one, qualify the situation. So what's going on? What do they need? Step two, de determine the outcome. Oh, they need blank. Maybe it's a beneficiary change. I, I don't know. Step three, quantify the course of action. Who's going to do it? I'll have my assistant look into it. Step four, end the conversation. Can she give you a call back later on this afternoon? Will you be around? Yeah, that'd be great. And that's that. Now that is a client servicing system. You're not reactive all day long. You're proactive. You've got a process for every step of the way. And your clients, they appreciate it. The next level. So I said we'd covered three things in this podcast. First, understanding the science of systems so that you know how to design your own systems. Check, we did that. Second, the top four business systems so that you know what systems to work on first. Check, we did that too. Now what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the next level so that you can understand what to do if you're ready for success. <laughs> As you can probably have guessed by now, the science of systems can have a big impact on your business. But you don't want to reinvent the wheel. Instead, learn from Advisor Solutions. I've been coaching advisors and agents and wholesalers and so on since 2004. So I know I can help anyone, anywhere, at any time if they want and need my help. The only real question is, are you ready for the next step? So what is the next step? The next step is simple. It takes about 30 seconds, and it's probably the most important step you're ever going to take in your business, and here's why. You could either disregard everything that you heard in this podcast, go back to doing what you're doing. Nothing will change. That's actually the wrong step in the wrong direction. Or you could take less than 30 seconds to take a step in the right direction. And here's how. Email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com and simply write, let's talk in the subject line. Tell me a little bit about yourself, some of the challenges that you're going through, and I'll reply to that email. We'll set up a time to talk. And that is absolutely the right step in the right direction. Because if you do, you will start a process for getting connections, camaraderie, and ancillary learning, and it's probably the thing you've always needed. Also, you'll be able to finally have the solutions to get you to the next level. Well, thank you for listening to this Advisor Solutions podcast. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you can listen each week. Also, check us out on the web 
at advisorsolutionsinc.com. And finally, if you like what you heard and you want to know more about the Advisor Solutions Group Coaching Program or the Advisor Solutions Individual Coaching Programs, please email me at dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. I would be happy to set up a free coaching session if that's what you'd like. Again, that's dan at advisorsolutionsinc.com. Please join us next week as we help advisors and agents build a better business, one solution at a time.